As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. So I've done the show on strength training mistakes you might be making, and I will do more. There are more than just those. I've done the one on cardio, and I will do more. I have not yet done the one on diet. That is today, and it is so important. They are all connected. 12 diet mistakes you might be making, and I have to qualify it right out of the gate Diet goes for healthy eating as well as fad diets. And it also goes for weight loss as well as being healthy. So we need to differentiate between the two. It is so rarely done, even in the studies that I will talk about. So I can put you on a McDonald's diet and get you to lose weight. I can put you on a beer diet. I can put you on diet of anything short term and you're going to lose weight. You're not going to be healthy. So I'm going to clarify where clarification is needed. So when I'm talking about diet, at the end of the day, I want you to lose weight to be your healthiest weight or gain weight to be your healthiest weight and be healthy. The two are not mutually exclusive, except in the headlines and the distortion of the studies. So let's get right to it. The first one, and they are not in any particular order, although I have to say I did throw this one right up front because it needs clarification right away. Okay, and it is you're not being honest about what you're eating. And when I say honest, I want to throw one more term in there. You're not aware. So you're not honest. And you're not aware of what you're eating. What do you mean by aware? You're like, oh, what do you mean? I know what I'm eating. Every single BLT you need to be aware of. Not the sandwich. Every bite, every lick. In every taste. And those add up to hundreds, thousands of calories for certain people per day. 
and we're not aware. So there's honesty that needs to come into play. Listen, you know, you go to your doctor and she or he says, you know, how much alcohol do you drink? And you may under report. And I'm going to get to that, by the way. So we need to be honest and you need to be aware. When I first started in this business and they wanted to, you know, have the the trainers help to, uh, you know, help people lose weight and get the behavioral change. What did they have us do? They said, you know what? Have your client do a three day journal on what they eat. Great idea. You know what? Said it many times. Those are some of the greatest works of fiction ever written. And it's understandable. It's human nature. You don't want to admit that you ate the entire box of Girl Scout cookies. You don't want to admit that you fell off the wagon and ate the entire bag of Doritos. So I get it. You got to be honest. and We have to be aware. So what I would tell people, and if you want to do this, you, you should. Keep a three-day journal, but I don't want to look at it. That's what I would say to my clients. I want you to keep a journal because I want you to be aware. Every single thing that passes by your lips, every sip, every lick, every taste. This is why it's so difficult for mothers or fathers who are at home raising kids. And I spent many years, was very fortunate and structured my life so that when I had kids, I could spend as much time. So I did a lot of the feeding. My wife works, I work, and, you know, my office is closer. So I get it. I get that, like, I was eating their extra chicken McNuggets. And it was really sad for me when my kids got to be the age where they weren't leaving the food behind. When they ate every single chicken quesadilla, because I kind of relied on the fact that I was going to get at least one or two. That's honesty. But I calculated those calories in. So many people don't. They think if you're not ordering it for a meal that it doesn't really matter. And it's, again, hundreds, if not thousands of calories for some people. So we got to be honest. And this I love because the challenging thing with the science is that the science can be flawed. So yes, this show is about bringing you the latest science and distilling it down and making sense of it. But I don't take that as gospel. It is flawed itself, much of the research. Who's funding it? The structure of the study itself? the bias of the investigators. There's so many things that can be wrong. So of course we look at it, but just like the science isn't perfect and, you know, uh, anecdotal isn't perfect. We got to take all of the above, all of the years of training clients and seeing what worked and what didn't. And then looking at the science and taking that. And then my personal experience and far too often it isn't done. It's either the PhD guy telling you or woman, you know, here's what the science says and that's the be all end all. Well, it's not. And here's why it's not. Here's one major reason why it's not. In 2015, International Journal of Obesity, one of the greatest papers going to exactly what I'm saying. You know, when I first started in this business and started looking at the studies and, and you know, getting my master's and, and looking at all the way it worked, I said, holy smokes, wait a minute. Self-reports? The majority of studies are done by self-reports when it comes to exercise and nutrition. Do you not see how flawed that can be? Because of what I just said. And shockingly, people underestimate what they eat and underreport and overestimate how much they burn and what they report they burn. That's a problem, people. So, yes, we're still going to always look at the studies, but we kind of have to, and that's my job, so you don't have to bore yourself, but we're going to take it all into account. And so, In this International Journal of Obesity uh, 2015 
title was energy balance measurement when something is not better than nothing. And I love this. Led by David Allison, who's the director of the Nutrition Obesity Research Center at the University of Alabama. And he wrote, I'm going to read it verbatim because it's so good. The data are so poor as measures of actual energy intake and physical activity energy expenditure that they no longer have a justifiable place in scientific research. Now, I think that's pretty strong language. I think there is a place. I think we need to get better at it. But this is why common sense has to come into play and experience has to come into play and a show like this where we look at all of those things. And listen, we can't put people in a laboratory for a year and watch every single thing, every BLT. But do you think they're reporting those BLTs? No. And that's why so often I will look at these studies and I will say to you, I disagree with certain parts of them. And a large part when it's the nutrition and the exercise is the self-reporting. Again, that doesn't mean we throw it out. But it means we have to look at it objectively and utilize common sense. And far too often, those things don't go together. All right? So you got to be honest. A food journal's a great way to go for yourself. Now with your phone, I used to have clients have to bring around a notebook. You don't do that anymore. Open notes in your phone and start to be aware of every BLT you take. And start focusing on meals, not snacks. This will come into play with a, a later diet mistake. Okay? Because most people... Myself included, when I did that crazy year or two of natural bodybuilding, I was shocked at the BLTs. When you really control what you're doing, you start to see it. All right, quick break. When we come back, we're going to really start flying through these. But first and foremost, be honest with yourself. You don't have to be honest with your trainer. And just say to your trainer if you have one, listen, I'm I might not tell you the truth all the time. But you have to know that. And know that if you're not hitting your goals... Quite often, it's because we're not being truthful with ourselves. And if you are working with someone, with that person. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, talking about my top 12 mistakes you may be making with your weight loss goals and being healthy. And I want the two to not be mutually exclusive and they don't have to be. And that goes to the points I'm going to bring up. And far too often, they are muddied when it comes to the headlines you're reading. Number two. So number one is you got to be honest and aware of what you're eating. And that takes time, people. Takes time. Keep a journal because you will be amazed at what you're eating. And drinking, by the way. Uh, number two, you don't have enough healthy food at home. This is one of the most powerful pieces of advice when it comes to eating healthy. You need to have healthy options that are easy to grab. Control your food environment. I love that term. Control what we can't, right? And every show talking about that. And I will do it again at the end of today's. You need to control your food environment. And that goes for like literally having the food visible that is the healthiest possible. Put the cookies and the ice cream, and we still have it in the house. I have it in the house. I have two boys. Excessive moderation. We eat dessert. But generally, if we're going to do ice cream, I have ice cream in the house, but we go out to do that as a family. So you can combine, and you're hitting so many different positive things when you do this. You're spending time as a family. I like my kids. And my wife to see that, yes, dad eats dessert because we want balance and it's time together and you're going to go to some place to get it rather than overdoing it at home. So control your food environment at home. Have healthy snacks that you and your family enjoy. Carrots, fruit, nuts. I even have protein shakes pre-done. I have powder and I have pre-done when I'm super lazy. I'm going to grab one right out of, it's right there in the small fridge in the middle of the kitchen. When my boys were young, I talk about this all the time and I still do it today. But I said, I used to cut up and still cut up. But when they were little and I was hoping to really, you know, get them on a healthy eating pattern, cut up fruit and leave it out in the open so you can just grab it. You don't even have to cut it. It's done. So control your food environment. Have treats at home, but go out for the big stuff. Have it when you're out, you know, to dinner, especially. People are always shocked. Oh, you eat dessert? Yes, I eat dessert. I just don't overdo it every day. And it's portion size, and I enjoy it. All right? Control your food environment. Just like the 80-20, 80% of your food at home, make it healthy options. The 20%, not so much and not so available. Not right in front of you. Not right on the counter. Like, it's incredible human nature what we will grab, make it less 
accessible. All right. It sounds so uh, simple or not meaningful. And trust me, it is. All right. Number three, and I did a whole show on this, but it has to be in here. If you're not where you want to be with your healthy eating and your weight and you skip breakfast, it's a mistake in my opinion and in the research. It's a mistake. Listen, if you are super healthy and your weight is great, that's fine. I still think, though, I will always come back to food is fuel. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy and doesn't mean that your brain and your body is working optimally. We need to fuel our bodies and our brains. And I will bring that up over and over. Okay? That's where I differ from so many people. It's not just about being skinny. It's about being healthy and fueling our bodies for the day. So I did a whole show on this. I'm going to grab one study from that show. If you want more about breakfast, listen to that podcast. Uh, Journal of Nutrition, September 2017. Meal frequency and timing are associated with changes in body mass index in Adventist Health Study 2. All right, so great, huge study, 50,000 adults, okay? Use data from 50,000 adults, and the conclusion was simple. Breakfast eaters experienced a decreased BMI compared with breakfast skippers. Relative to subjects who ate their largest meal at dinner, those who, who consumed breakfast as their largest meal experienced a significant decrease in body mass index And those who consumed a big lunch experienced a smaller but still significant decrease in BMI. Front load your day, people, for your brain and your body. And so much of this research, it's not just what you do. So they just look, they go, oh, breakfast. It's what happens after. And that's what I talk about in that podcast. So it's about hunger. And it's about blood sugar levels. And it's about the wheels falling off. And we'll talk about that again. So you are setting yourself up for a positively healthy day when you eat a healthy breakfast and a huge breakfast. Okay. And I used to have the clients and I did kind of tough love when they'd say, I'd say, eat a huge breakfast. And they go, I'm not hungry. I go, I get that. And they say, and it's too much food. Well, if you have 30, 40 pounds to lose, whatever the number you have, you are consuming those calories later in the day. So that's where I say, if you're not doing it and you're not where you want to be, that's why you should change and try it. And try it for a while, not just a day or three days, a month, more than a month, okay? All right, number four. That's a huge one. It just won't go away. You think carbohydrates are the enemy. You think it's all about, first of all, most people don't know what carbs are, what foods really contain carbs. They throw away some really healthy foods or avoid them that contain carbs, which is a mistake on many levels. The nutrients and vitamins and minerals you get from those healthy foods uh, you're missing out on. And carbohydrates are our body's preferred energy source. So simple carbs, processed carbs, yes, you want to limit your intake of those. Complex carbohydrates, you want to take in a lot of those. And those are great at every meal, but especially breakfast. Slow-releasing energy that fuels, I'm going to continually say this because it's too often avoided or, or left out, both your body and your brain, okay? Your brain runs on glucose primarily. Now we can get into the whole low-fat thing, whole nother show. If you want to torture yourself and try to get your body to adapt to something, why, why do you need to adapt? Anyway, uh, whole foods, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, okay? 
That's important. Carbs are not the enemy. And when you want to talk weight loss, it doesn't matter, okay? Carbs are not the enemy. When it comes to weight loss, the macronutrient ratio does not matter. Now, the hunger that happens after that, that's different. And again, this is where this is muddied, the waters. Here's a study, New England Journal of Medicine, 2009, comparison of weight loss diets with different compositions of fat, protein, and carbohydrates. Okay, they took over 800 overweight adults, and they assigned them different ratios. So some were high fat, some were low fat, some were high carb, low carb, you know, protein, total different ratios. And at the end, the, the conclusion was reduced calorie diets result in clinically meaningful weight loss regardless of which macronutrients they emphasize. Now, this is where I have to say, it's not as healthy. Like, I want a healthy ratio. I want healthy foods because weight loss, pure weight loss, energy in, energy out. It's the way the, the universe works. But when you do different foods, they may make you hungrier. So we're not talking about how the body metabolizes or burns or your metabolism, the energy that, that certain foods you're going to burn. No. It's the energy intake versus the energy expenditure. And it does not matter, according to just that pure weight loss, not talking health, pure weight loss, the macronutrient ratio does not matter. Subtle differences that I want to get into now, but by and large, when it comes to weight loss, it's about the calories in. doesn't matter where you get them from. What, with the weight loss, what's going to happen on the scale, not inside your body. And that's why I don't like the fad diets that go low carb and all that stuff because you can do, and high fat and high saturated fats and things like that. Okay, so no. We're not talking about health. We're talking pure weight loss there. So carbs are not your enemy. And if you're avoiding them and you're avoiding the healthy carbs, that's, in my opinion, not a good thing. All right. Number five, you're not getting in enough protein. Now, I know many doctors say people are. I disagree. And I will also qualify it and say the right kinds of protein. All right, protein, getting in enough protein makes you feel fuller longer. Satiety, satiation, feeling fuller longer. When you go simple carbohydrates, that's where the blood sugar fluctuates. And that's where the hunger fluctuates. And that's where the wheels fall off at 3 o'clock. So I did listen to the podcast I did with uh, Dr. Brad Schoenfeld, one of the biggest, smartest researchers, PhD level, into protein and muscle. And he and I agree 100% on all this. You need to get in enough protein. He's going to say more. I'm going to give you, so you say how much? Roughly half your body weight in grams per day. Now, that's plus or minus depending on your goals and your fitness level. Bodybuilders do a heck of a lot more, but that's a great starting point for most people. And generally speaking, you want to spread that out throughout the day. Now, there are studies that say it doesn't. I get it. Like, and, and if you look at these studies, and that's why I wanted to start this show by, by how the studies can be flawed. There's always the iconoclast, always the people that are looking to, you know, get that headline. But. By and large, it's a great idea, again, to the satiety. Sure, you can have all the protein you want at the end of the day, and you're going to build muscle. How are you going to feel? And so I live by, and a lot of the research will say, if you're getting in 75 grams of protein per day, try to do like 10 to 20 per meal. So protein at every meal, complex carbohydrates at every meal, okay? 
And here we go. American Journal of Clinical Nutrition 2015, the role of protein in weight loss and maintenance. Takeaway is, data suggests that higher protein diets that contain between 1.2 and 1.6 grams of protein per kilogram per day, and potentially, here we go, include meal-specific protein between, they're going to go higher, 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal, provide improvements in appetite, body weight management, and cardiometabolic risk factors. Well, you may be saying, well, Tom, you just contradicted what you said about the macronutrient ratio not mattering. Well, it matters as far as satiety. So that's where if I could put you on any diet, you're going to lose weight short term. Okay? But what can you maintain long term? And what they, the research suggests is that when you have protein throughout the day, you are going to stick with that long term. It's doable. So many of the other things aren't doable. They're doable short term. Okay? So, and have to say, when you get in enough protein, you're going to preserve your muscle mass. When we get older, we experience sarcopenia, which means you are losing muscle mass. You do not have to. And you avoid that, mitigate that through strength training and getting in enough protein. Those two things. Those are two of my quote unquote secrets. I hate the term secret, but there you go. Secrets. They're not secrets. I talk about them all the time. Strength train and get enough protein. Maintain your muscle mass. Not only increases your metabolism, makes your day-to-day living a lot better. Because you can do and perform your activities of daily living, plus you can enjoy your recreational activities because you have the muscle and the functional strength to do what you want. All right, got to keep moving here. Number six, number six, okay, you go too long without fueling yourself. All you intermittent fasters, now I get it. Are you going to lose weight if you don't eat for extended periods of time? Yes, short term, you are. Calories in, calories out. What I love is this goes and contradicts and so many of these uh, diets. And by the way, listen to the podcast I did with one of the smartest people in this industry, Matt Fitzgerald, when it comes to nutrition and exercise, one of my mentors over the years. And he talks about this. But when there are so many different, how can you have intermittent fasting yet? People will say, you know what? If I don't eat for 10 hours, my metabolism slows down and your body goes into starvation mode. That's what people have preached forever. Not me your body doesn't go into starvation or does it? You tell me if you don't eat for extended periods of time, does your metabolism slow down and you hold on to fat as some fitness experts say, I use that term loosely, or should you do intermittent fasting and go for extended 16 hours without eating? And that's the way to do it. It's gotta be one or the other or or does it? Okay. So I believe in fueling yourself. I believe your brain and your body needs fuel. I believe you should do that pretty frequently. So you don't experience the blood sugar drops. All right. Why is the term hangry out there? Hungry and angry. Well, that used to be when you didn't eat for extended periods of time. All of a sudden, now that is the way to do it. Of course, calories in, calories out. But you know when I fast, drum roll please, when I sleep. Okay, that's for me. And when I get up and I have things to do, I want to fuel my body with good food. All right, final quick break. What do we have left? We're on number seven. We're almost there. All right. I am a little hangry right now. (laughs) I am underfueled, but it's okay. We will get through this. All right. Quick break. When we come back, five more diet mistakes you may be making when we come right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, diet mistakes you may be making. And listen, I made all these over the years, and I learned, and I listened to the science, and I watched what worked, and I talk about that. I studied the people that were successful long-term, long-term, and who were healthy long-term. I want to be healthy. I want to be 100 years old doing what I want to do, all right? Number seven, you don't eat enough healthy food. Now, you'll read articles that say, you know, you can overeat eating healthy food. Yeah, it's just really hard to do. Look at how many calories are in your bag of vegetables. If you have frozen vegetables or something like that. It's really hard to do. Can you do it? Sure, you can do it. But that's generally, watch a show, one of these horrible reality shows about people who are significantly overweight. They're, they're generally not overeating on fruits and vegetables. Calorically dense food. It's hard to do. And I would argue this is a really, really important one. These are all important. But especially at a time as I record this, the coronavirus things going on, and, and we need to eat healthy foods to support our immune systems, to be as healthy as possible. And so avoiding food, and that's, we can do that when food is so plentiful. We're actually at a time where obesity has exceeded people who are starving. And so it's easy to make those choices when we can. And it's very interesting to see, by the way, whole nother show, what people start to eat and, and the way they, you know, uh, their eating plans that they were so uh, strong behind go out the window 
at a time like this. But you need to eat more healthy food. And one thing that has screwed this up, I would argue, is artificial sweeteners. So our taste buds are all out of whack. And you think that when you eat something like a piece of fruit that seems really sweet, it's still not half as sweet or half as calorically dense as that piece of cake you're eating. So our brains don't know what to do. And I, I understand that. And I'm going to give you some leeway there. But fruits and vegetables, whole grains, we need to eat a lot of that. And I've been fortunate to travel the world racing and working. And when you experience cultures and places where they eat really good, healthy food, portions are smaller, they enjoy it, and they eat, uh, you know, without looking at their plates and saying, what can't I eat? They just eat. And that's what we need to do. So can you overeat healthy foods? Of course you can. Is that what 99% or more of people who have uh, issues with weight are experiencing? No. So let's be honest about that. And let's not, that's like worrying about exercising too much. Show me the person and, and we'll deal with that. Who's eating too much healthy food. And that's the problem. All right. So eat healthy food, not just for weight, back and forth between the weight and the health thing to support your immune system, to be as healthy as possible. Intermittent fasting and not eating. Sure. And listen, the studies are there. Don't get me. I, people who eat fewer calories live longer. But that doesn't mean that those calories you do eat shouldn't be quality calories, healthy food. Okay, enough with that. Number eight, you take an all or nothing approach. I was guilty of this. And what do I mean by that? That means if you wake up and you have a breakfast that's not so healthy, that you go the whole day shot and then you just eat whatever you want. That's not the way to do it. I get that. I used to be that person. Perfection. You go, oh, you know, you're on a specific eating plan or you're trying to implement these things and you go, oh, I had a bad lunch. Wow, I totally overeat at lunch. So the day shot. And so you overeat at dinner and you eat a lot of garbage. People who start to figure it out start to be easier on themselves. And you need to be easier on yourself. And I talk about how one meal a day can be not perfect. You should never be perfect, but one meal per day and one or two days per week. And that doesn't mean you go to town and just eat garbage, but you're easier on yourself. And you don't take that all or nothing approach where if you have one or two meals or one where you overate, you eat that whole box of Girl Scout cookies. Okay, so now eat really well for the rest of the day. Guess what? That's how I do it. Because sometimes I do eat that whole box of Girl Scout cookies. And then I, I think, wow, I need to really focus. If that happened at 10 a.m., <laughs> which it could, uh, I eat really well throughout the rest of the day. Or I try to. So it's total calories per day. And it's total calories per week. So don't take that all or nothing approach. And so many people who are really struggling with their weight and you're listening to me and you're going, that's me. I get it. I worked with so many and, and I was that person too. But know that you can get there and it's a process. It's a process, not easy right out of the gate. But when you have that one meal that you get really down on yourself and you're like, oh, I blew it. Don't blow it for the rest of the day. You didn't blow it. You got all the rest of the day to make healthy choices. So don't do that. Uh, number nine, had to throw this in there. Your diet has an end date. How many times have you heard that? But how many times have you done it? For those of you who are still, you know, beating yourself up and, and, and sacrificing and restricting yourself with these diets. You know, when you do that, these diets are based in science. The science that they're going to show you on the scale, the weight loss. 
and low-carb diets where carbohydrates attract water molecules, you're going to see it on the scale because you're losing a lot of water. The problem with so many of these diets is you not only lose a little bit of fat and a lot of water, but you lose muscle. And when you lose muscle, you lower your metabolism. So that's why when you go back to eating the same way you ate before you started, you still continue to gain weight slowly because you don't want to lose muscle. You want to eat enough protein, you want to strength train, and you want to stay away from the restrictive diets that cause you to lose muscle over the long term. All right? So end date, start to eat and find foods, and that's how I'm going to pull this all home, pull it all together, is you can figure out a way to eat and do everything I'm talking about long term and be healthy and be a healthy weight. Number 10, you're not drinking enough water. You've listened to other podcasts I have done that this, when this topic comes up, I'm guilty of this as well. I'm working on this every day. We need to drink more water. Are you dehydrated or are you hungry? And water's going to fill you up. We need water. Bodies are primarily made of water. And you, see, my brain is, I'm a little hangry. <laughs> we need water. Maybe I'm dehydrated. Working hard. And how much? We'll talk about that in another podcast. Just try to drink water throughout the day. Just try to drink water. If you're not doing it like I am, I know. I don't need a number right now for myself. I just know that I need to do it more. And hunger and dehydration can be confusing. And so again, not only are you going to combat a lot of the hunger feelings, feelings of being hungry, but you're going to be putting a healthy thing in your body. And should I say this, when you drink water, instead of drinking something like a a soda or something that is not as healthy for you. Now you've done three great things. And these are why it seems so simple. And so like, who cares? These, these quote unquote, small changes. They are things like drinking more water, probably going to eat some less unhealthy stuff. You're going to hydrate your body, which is super important. And you're probably not going to take in something higher calorie. Okay, simple changes that go a long way. All right, no, we're, we're on track here. This is, this is going well. Number 11, had to throw this one in too, and it's, listen, we are busy. I'm busy, but we need to sit and eat whenever possible. Back to the days of sitting with the family for breakfast, sitting and eating a lunch. Now, I, I, again, I get it. We're all busy, but you know what? If you're standing and you're eating in the car all the time and we all need to revisit our lives and how busy we are. So sitting and eating and being conscious back to the BLTs people. Now I travel like crazy. I work like crazy, but I'm working on all these things and you can too. So when we can, it's just being conscious. It's sitting and saying, okay, I'm going to sit. I'm going to eat my salad. It may be five minutes you have, but sit, don't do it in the car. Whenever you can, and whenever you can do it with the family, that's why I said, with the treats and you have time, take 15, 20 minutes after dinner on a summer night or whenever and go out with the family and, and have the ice cream, but consciously eat because that goes back to the awareness. The first thing, I'm pulling this all together. It's like when I did stand-up comedy, bringing it all back. All right. So got to be aware of what you eat. And when you don't sit and do it and you're so busy you're not even aware of what you're putting in your mouth. All right. Now, I did leave this one to the end. And it's going to be confusing, but not. And this is where I would argue my show is so different. 
because you're not going to hear this pretty much anywhere else other than super smart people like Stephen Guyanet, so hard to pronounce, or Stefan, I should say. <laughs> uh, Stefan Guyanet, just super smart PhD researcher, hungry brain, amazing book. Uh, and in that, he talks about something called the buffet effect. So the number 12, and this is going to be confusing, but I'm, listen, the latest, greatest ideas and research and studies and advice. That's what you get here. You have too much variety in your diet. You go, wait a minute. Variety is good. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But this is the difference between me and so many others in this industry. I get like the way you need to implement it slowly and over time. So the buffet effect. So there are studies. Let me read you this, right? From uh, several independent researchers using various methods had confirmed that we tend to eat more total food and gain weight when we are presented with a large variety of foods. And this goes a long way towards explaining what researchers call the buffet effect. And this makes sense, people. You go to a, you know, a party and there's all these options. So I just wanted, I wanted to end with this because it's actually super helpful. Because when you study people and I throw myself into this group who maintain a healthy weight long term, we tend to eat the same foods. And I've talked about this in other shows. And I'm going to say why this is flawed for me too and how I'm trying to improve upon that. But when it comes to being like, what are we going to be able to control what we can, right? We're not perfect. And we can always be improving. And that's why I left this to the last because I can be improving on this too. But I generally have three meals for each of my five to six meals that I rotate. And in honesty, it's, I can eat them at any time per day. So in other words, I have you know, salads, I have the protein shake, I have my egg omelet, I have my oatmeal. So I don't have a huge wide variety of foods that I eat from to maintain a healthy weight. Now I know that I'm trying to get as much variation within that, but we got to start somewhere, people. So in other words, when people figure it out, when it comes to getting to the weight they want to be, it just makes complete common sense that a, if you're varying the foods you eat, you don't know how, oftentimes how many calories are in them. You know, that's what I love about people counting calories and macronutrients. And, and listen, there are programs that work for that. I get that. But if you're out and about and you generally eat the same thing at the same place, you know how it affects your body. You generally know how it's going to affect your weight. The more various, this is common sense with science. It's what this show is about. Common sense with science and honesty pulling it all together, pulling it all back now. Common sense, science, and honesty. So yes, I want to eat more varied foods because I know if I eat many different types of, of fruits and vegetables, I'm going to be the healthiest I can be. But, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. So for now, I've got my oatmeal with blueberries and flax seeds and two hard-boiled eggs. And I eat that really frequently. And I've got the salads with different proteins on top. And I eat those frequently. And I've got my protein shakes when I'm super busy. But I want to eat real food whenever possible. So that's the point. And here is how I'm going to end this show. Just like exercise. When people say they don't like exercise, what are they really saying? They haven't found the exercise they like. And there are so many different ways to get your heart rate up. And so many different methods to strength train. And you're going to find what works for you. The same exact principle applies to food. And that's the problem with these diets. 
There are so many different healthy foods, and I have experimented with my kids to find, and they're different. They're totally different. I have two boys, totally different in their likes and dislikes. But I didn't give up and say, okay, now you can have, you know, uh, who knows, Fritos or, or unhealthy things. I kept experimenting. And then it changes over time. So this is such an important concept. You have to keep experimenting just like you did with exercise if you found what you like. And just like with food, you're going to, you know, find things you don't like, but that doesn't mean you don't like healthy foods. And at the end of the day, we want to have variation in both, but let's give it time. I'm not asking everyone to do yoga. If you hate yoga, you don't have to do yoga, but you should probably do something with flexibility and things like that. Five components of fitness. Listen to that podcast. So you find what works for you, but that doesn't change the fundamentals. Doesn't change the calories in, calories out. Doesn't change that being skinny means you're healthy. No. So we're not going to let the headlines and the bad science obfuscate what it means to be healthy. So you're going to find what works for you with the exercise, with the healthy eating. You're going to apply some of these principles if you're not doing them and they can make you healthier. That's awesome. Enough said. Enough said. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I, I need to go eat. I can feel my brain works on glucose. Didn't eat enough at the start of the day. No one's perfect. All right. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Please rate the show. We are really getting up there with the ratings and and it's super helpful. So thank you for that to all of you who have done that. If you could take a second or two and do that as well. Thank you so much. Leave questions, leave comments. I will answer them in future shows. Tom H. Fit is my Instagram. Tom H. Fit is my Twitter. And you can go to fitnessdisrupted.com and email me right through the show and see more about me as well. Thank you. I so appreciate you listening. Tell a friend, share the show, share it on social media. I love to see that tag fitness disrupted, by the way. Got to start saying that hashtag fitness disrupted. Let's get that going. Thank you. I want you to be as healthy as possible. Bring it all together here. There are three things we can control. How much we move, what we put in our mouths and our attitude. And that is awesome. I'm Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. 
Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 